Ray, and we are back with another episode of I Don't Want to Graduate. On this podcast, I bring in some of my closest friends in college, and we talk about really cool stuff that interests us, that are fun to talk about, and all of that sorts of things. That song you heard, it was my friend, Betabug. Check him out on Spotify. Great stuff from him. But today, I have the pleasure and the excitement to introduce a good friend of mine that I've been wanting to bring on the podcast for a while. And that is none other than Jackson. Say what's up, man. Hey, man. Thanks for having me on. I'm super excited. Um, Let's talk about some cool stuff. Yeah. So, dude, did you hear what happened today? Nah, man. What's that? Dude, Michael Kors bought out Versace for $2 billion, man. $2 billion? Dude, that's, that's insane, man. Like, I just can't even comprehend how much money that is. You know, it's just... How do you, like... How does it get that value so quick, you know? I know. And dude, you know what's kind of funny to me? Like, at least with me, I know a lot of my friends in high school and in college, they love Michael Kors and they see it more as a feminine type of company. And I personally see Versace as like this very, very prestige rapper based like brand, right? So it's kind of funny to see that, you know, like... Michael Kors bought up Versace, dude. Yeah, like, I mean, the way I view Versace is it's kind of like a, like this artistic brand, you know, more like runway, um, fashion-focused brand. And then Michael Kors is a little bit more mainstream. A lot of people have Michael Kors bags and... Ooh, watches, Yeah, watches, man. yeah. And it's like, it's just interesting to see that Michael Kors is kind of expanding this company outwards towards that more artistic direction. Yeah, dude, and I think it's gonna be funny when we hear a rapper drop something about Michael Kors <laughs> on their next yeah, song. Like, man, I got that new Michael Kors bag, bro. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's that's perfect, man. Um, so, dude, I met you because we both have one thing in common, and that's photography. And yeah. I know one thing that you love doing is traveling. Mm-hmm. So, can you kind of talk about how both photography and traveling? has been important to you and just what you like about them? Yeah, man, for sure. So, you know, I got into photography in high school and um, my parents kind of got me into it and I got obsessed with this idea of capturing the moment, you know, because like you're in a moment, you see something beautiful and you want to capture it so you can remember it forever. And um, I'm so that's kind of why I got into it. And I started getting into more like landscape, um, architecture-based photography. That's kind of more my passion. And so... You know, when you're traveling all these places, whether it's like a trip, you know, just for fun or you're going on a study abroad or even just a work trip and you're walking around the city you've never been to, you see something beautiful or these beautiful mountain ranges, you're just like, dang, I want to capture that moment. And with a camera, you can do that. Yeah, man. I remember when I went to Seattle, I had my camera with me and I was in love with all of the architecture there and just being able to capture like the environment in one photo yeah that's i think insane like you can capture the whole mood of a city in one photo oh yeah yeah for sure that's why like i love it too but um i know you went traveling recently yeah yeah um how'd that go oh sweet man um last spring so spring semester senior year spring semester junior year i had the opportunity to study abroad um in vienna austria super super awesome. awesome place man favorite city in the world I knew I went into it knowing it was gonna be a cool place, and it just blew my expectations. It's just a gorgeous place with, um, it's super clean. Um, the people are super nice. There's a lot of stuff to do. It's it's kind of centrally located in Europe, so you can kind of go everywhere. Um, 
And on top of that, like I said, the architecture was just absolutely stunning. And so, you know, walking around that city with a camera for six months was a lot of fun. And, you know, your, your mind just starts getting super creative and you see things you didn't see before. And it's kind of cool to have that much time there, you know? Dude, that's awesome, man. And yeah. correct me if I'm wrong, but did your girlfriend also go on that study abroad trip? Yeah, yeah. So my girlfriend, she, um, she studied abroad in Milan, Italy. Oh, and then I okay. went to Vienna. So that was kind of... Um, an interesting experience. It, it was a good growing experience. You know, we started dating in high school and, um, it was a good opportunity for us to kind of experience the world on our own. And then we came back and our relationship was definitely stronger because of it. That's so, cool. And did you all hang out? Yeah. Yeah. So we kind of took the first few months just kind of hanging out on our own, you know, not really talking, doing our own thing. Um, kind of took a little break there for a while. Um, but then towards the middle of study abroad, we kind of started seeing each other again. We went on a couple of trips, you know, we went on some trips with some friends that we met there and we had a really good time. And, it, you know, it's one of those things where like you don't really appreciate what you have until you don't have it anymore. And you kind of get in this mindset of, you know, maybe this isn't the right thing or, you know, maybe like I want to experience the world and that kind of thing. And then you go do it and then you realize, you know, you, you kind of... Um, you miss that person that you were with before and yeah. you wouldn't. And, and, you know, honestly, like if we hadn't taken that break, it was a really hard decision at the time. She was definitely pissed at me too, which is really, yeah, dude, she was so mad at me, but like, and I, I had to, you know, it was really tough, but you know, if we hadn't taken that break, I don't think we, our relationship would have be as strong as it is now. That's so, cool though. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. And like, especially since you all got to like kind of experience it on your own and then you all got back like, and rekindled and yeah you know yeah. and even then like i think the coolest thing is being able to take pictures of your significant other oh yeah at yeah. a brand new place with beautiful places yeah yeah and we did that you know when we got we met up um i went and visited her in milan towards the middle of study abroad got to take some cool pictures there but then we did a solo trip on our own to um croatia Ooh. and yeah we went out to split super cool place definitely recommend it food is super cheap it's beautiful out there too but um, I was able to take some cool pictures of her just kind of with like the crystal blue water and stuff. It was really yeah, cool. That's awesome, man. Yeah, man. I just started getting into traveling and okay, uh, okay. the first traveling trip that I made was to Albuquerque, New Mexico oh, for the place. International Hot Air Balloon Oh, Festival. I saw those pictures, man. Those were sweet. Yeah, Thanks, you and man. Asher and yes, some yeah. other dudes. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and it was it was crazy because I I come from a super small city. Mm -hmm. And I'm extremely sheltered and I was scared of traveling great distances. Right, Even right. then coming to College Station is just extremely like a big move for me at least. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, you know, I, I was so hesitant because one, I had a test on Monday. Oh, the Monday I'd come back. Hey, yeah. And also like that that whole fear I was talking about. Mm -hmm. But um, these guys convinced me and ended up going and dude, it changed my life because it was insane to see countless amount of people there all together witnessing the moment and then just the mountains in that area oh, phenomenal out there man yeah, yeah just the weather was great and mm -hmm. just witnessing a different culture and especially doing like a super popular event it was insane so yeah now i'm definitely getting into traveling i have a couple of trips lined up yeah. and hopefully yeah. i want to visit uh europe oh, new dude, york definitely you have to and like i mean like you said, like, I think a lot of people have that fear, you know, stepping outside that comfort zone. Yeah. And you see that a lot here at A&M and like, you know, it kind of takes you some time to get out of that bubble. So they call it, that's what people say. And, um, I grew up in a small town as well. And a lot of people in that town are kind of stuck in that bubble. 
um, it's a town called Bernie, Texas, kind of just north of San Antonio. Love yeah. it, beautiful place. But a lot of people there kind of end up just kind of staying there and yeah. not doing their own thing and not you know appreciating these cultures around the world. And I think I think that 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 comes down to a fundamental issue. And like you yeah. know, it's not anybody's fault, but like when you can go out and see these places, it kind of changes your view on things. And that's why I think Europeans don't really understand how Americans why our viewpoints are a little different because we're not so close to all those other cultures yeah over there you can hop on a 30-minute train ride and be in another country that speaks a totally different language and eats different food whereas here you know i mean america's there's different places like the northeast and california and texas but like when it all comes down to it we're kind of the same culture yeah that's a good point are there any places that are on your destination list that okay. you want to visit oh yeah man a ton so i haven't made it out to south uh south america yet um definitely want to get down there go to chile um patagonia mountain range is supposed to be absolutely gorgeous um that's definitely probably going to be the next move um i want to get out to like tahiti area sometime Ooh, you know okay. that'd be a little down the road hopefully if i'm making some money one day I can afford to go out there. It's a little expensive, but, um, definitely South America. And I'd love to see Antarctica sometime, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. That's just like, it's one of those things that's kind of getting a little bit more accessible now and, you know, go step on all the continents. Yeah. One of my friends, he went to Alaska just because, okay. Oh yeah. Want to go know, there? Why yeah, not? It's awesome. And he said he loved it. And you know, I think that would be a good place for, for me to go to at least one day but oh dude yeah for sure i don't know what places i want to go to particularly i think um new york is definitely one. Oh yeah and maybe like a european country but i don't know man i i really haven't thought too much about it yeah man i mean it's just one step at a time you know i'd go yeah. to new york um my dad lives up there he's lived, he's lived up there for about you know six seven years off and on kind of moved up there at the beginning of high school and um he loves it, man. It's a, it's a cool place. Go in, yeah. the, go in the summer, though. It's pretty cold in the winter. <laughs> yeah, that's the, yeah. the one thing. Yeah. But, dude, talking about traveling, it makes people mm-hmm. happy. Oh, yeah. But one thing I've been thinking about recently, you know, maybe you, you have some idea of this already, mm-hmm. but why are people unhappy right now? Ooh, man, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of reasons people are unhappy. Um, you know, I mean, you can look in the news and you go watch the nighttime news and you just see all this negative stuff. And yeah, you know, I think when it comes down to it, I think there's just kind of like this. I mean, I think the media has a lot to do with yeah, I was people being unhappy, that, you know? And like, I, I think a lot of people read into things that, you know, are skewed on both sides, not just, you know, whatever media you're watching. Yeah. And I think, um, I think like, Honestly, man, I think like phones and that kind of thing may have a little um, effect on people's happiness these days because, you know, you'll have a, I'll have a conversation with friends and they'll just be on their phones the whole time. And I just feel like social interaction isn't as big of a deal as it used to be. Oh, yeah, but, that's that's a big thing. I mean, I didn't live before phones, really, so I can't really say. But based off of things, you know, I hear from my family and people that were there that were around for cell phones i guess <laughs> yeah i mean the thing is man i think the media is the main issue because yeah, yeah media comes in different ways it's people telling you what's happening and it's also people telling you what you like and what you don't like you know like yeah there's, no you're exactly right on the news there's always things that are negative you know mm-hmm. 
local murder, local kidnapping, local yeah. etc. Yeah. Um, while there are definitely stories on good things that are happening, think about the durations that each are broadcasted. You have a whole coverage on something bad happening, but only a couple seconds on the good things. Yeah, then, you know, that's that's the thing. Like everyone just kind of, and that's just the people in general. They focus on the negative. You know? Yeah, and, that's that's definitely a big part. And then even then, like the other side of media is like movies, TVs, mm-hmm. you know, even sitcoms, man. Like I have so many friends that think their life is a sitcom. Yeah. And like, yeah. dude, it's nothing like that. Like, No, no, it's completely different. It's weird because in sitcoms, they always date within the circles. I don't know oh, if you've yeah. ever noticed oh, that. Oh, no, for sure. Like friends or yeah, any, or like a new girl, any of that stuff. You know, it's all. And and, and I it, that's the thing, dude. Like people kind of get wrapped up in maybe these, whether it's the shows or the media. And, and I think people sometimes should branch out. And I'm not saying I don't do that. You know, I'm definitely guilty of it. Yeah. And I, I think like too, a lot of people, and I, I've talked to people about this before, I'm a big believer in like the power of meditation and kind of like the power of like, instead of being, you know, reactive to health issues or whether it, you know, whatever's causing you the unhappiness, whether it be stress or emotional depression or something like that. Yeah. Instead of being reactive, trying to be more proactive and like trying to focus more on the mental strength instead of the, whether it's medication or something like that. And I, I think a lot of people, are out there do need some need to strengthen their minds you know yeah i think uh, a really big thing that i heard recently that kind of resonated with me oh you're good you got a cramp oh shoot playing basketball earlier cramp it up all right i'm good you're good good? yeah yeah (laughs) Josh got a charlie horse wow that hurt oh dude i'm so sorry about that man it's it's the studio's too nice man (laughs) (laughs) did you did you win that basketball game though uh we lost three one one i'm not very good me and my friends just go have fun and like right now the uh intramurals are going so like all the courts are taken for the guys that suck so all the good guys are on two courts no yeah Yeah, it's all right anyways back to (laughs) um what were we saying oh man one of the things that I heard recently that really resonated with me is that med- medicine and the idea of the medication field is just pretty much fixing things. Mm-hmm. You know, there is not yeah. a lot on preventing these things. Exactly. Yeah. It's that proactive and reactive thing. It's like, it, it, and like, that's kind of like a Western culture, you know, like Americans think this meditation is kind of taboo or yeah, it, it's definitely changing. And my stepdad's introduced me into this, um, the whole meditation process. And when I, when I first heard it, I was like, man, this is weird. This is taboo. And I tried it a few times and it actually works, man. It's amazing when you get that time alone to kind yeah. of think in your head, you, we just don't have that anymore with so many distractions. Yeah. It, it's, it's kind of insane. Like, I, I get distracted by a lot. I get yeah. distracted by things that, you know, bother me, like my own insecurities mm-hmm. and things like fulfilling the needs of other people. Oh, yeah, dude, same. Um, I want to talk on that a little bit. Cause okay. I've, I've always wanted to see what you thought about this, but are you a person that's, that tends to go out and please the people or are you one of the persons that, you know, as long as you are accomplishing what you want, you're good? Um. So I, I do kind of, I, I have a lot of insecurities personally, you know, like I get kind of self-conscious and that comes out in my sports and school and stuff. I'll start, you know, thinking I'm not good enough or, you know, I don't know, you never know what it is, but so that kind of bleeds into my life, but I'm definitely one of those. that's always trying to please people. I always trying to make everybody happy. And like, 
you know, that's just not possible. Yeah. And, and that's one of the things I've really been working on in college is like trying to realize that, you know, you're not going to please everybody. Um, but as long as you feel like you're doing the right thing and you're kind of, you're doing what you want to do and what you need to do, then that's good. Yeah. Do you think that we are more people pleasing now than before? Oh, like as a society. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I don't know. I mean, I think so. I mean, you can look at like, I mean, whether people pleasing, yeah, definitely. But I mean, I, I would, first thing that popped in my mind was like making yourself look good to other people. Yeah. And like, you know, whether that's like pleasing them by, you know, making them happy or trying to impress other people. I think yeah. like definitely, I think that's definitely a way, way more of a factor nowadays. And like I said, it just keeps going back to the whole social media internet thing and, and it's great i love it like i'm on instagram all the time i got an instagram account and like i'm, I'm not i'm i'd be a hypocrite if i said instagram is terrible because i really like it but i definitely think you know and i've gotten wrapped into that i'm sure everybody has yeah the whole like oh i gotta post this to show where i am to look cool the clout yeah man and it, it really gets in your head and it becomes an addiction it's, yeah. it's a drug dude like social media is a drug and like there's studies on that and it's crazy. Yeah, dude. It, it, it's insane because I was really thinking about it the other day. You know, mm -hmm. like, are we more inclined to please people because the people that we, you know, what is it called? Praise. Yeah. Are those that do that? Think about it. Like, yeah, yeah. There's so many people that want to be these celebrities. Yeah, those that public want to be figures. These entertainers, yeah. these yeah. public figures. Exactly. And we imitate them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We try being funny. Yeah. We try doing things. We try becoming someone we're not. Yeah. And I mean, I think we have a lot more influence now. You yeah. Know, we can, we're a lot more, uh, um, like we, we see that more because we have more avenues to view these public figures and kind of what they're doing on a day to day, day to day basis. And we're like, dang, like I want to do that. And it's like yeah. all these vloggers and stuff. And like, oh, yeah. you know, the vlogging industry is huge right now. And I know friends, I have friends who love like David Dobrik. Like he's hilarious. Like yeah. I, I watch his videos sometimes and like, I get it. He's funny, but like some people are kind of obsessed and I feel like they, they talk about how like, oh man, I wish I had his lifestyle. But honestly, dude, like I think he might be kind of lonely, dude. They, I don't know. I could be wrong. <laughs> like if David Dobrik ever listens to this, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, you're a cool guy. I'm not trying to be mean, but like, I feel like he could get lonely sometimes, you know? I feel like, I don't know how you feel about this, but the idea of facing a camera in front of your face, yeah. literally 24 seven. Yeah. I think that's it has you know, to get psychotic. That's has psychotic. To get, yeah, yeah, it is. It really isn't. I mean, it has to get exhausting after a while. You have to just be like, damn, dude, can we just turn the camera off and just like play some smash or something, you know, yeah. like, or just like go get a burger without filming. I wonder if they film all the time though, or if it's, you know, they're only filming sometimes just for the vlog and then, or if it's just a constant 24 seven to get, you know, footage. Yeah. And you know, that's, that's one thing. And I always talk about this stuff. It's kind of funny, Yeah, but like, um, like I said earlier, I tried making a, uh, what is it called? A vlog. Right. And yeah, I was trying yeah. to make my life interesting mm -hmm. and it's hard because the people that vlog and that are known to vlog, they already have a story. They already have a following. They got so money too. They got money too. Yeah. Exactly. But that's, that's one thing, but becoming someone you're not. Yeah. Man, yeah. 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 Have you ever struggled with this? You know, I mean, I have definitely, you know, like I've, I've tried to 
get that Instagram presence up. And, you know, for a while I was trying to post pictures of myself and I, I mean, I'd be hanging out with my buddies and me and my buddies growing up always did crazy stuff like cliff jumping and, you know, going down. I don't know if you've ever heard of the tube shoot, New Braunfels. No, I haven't. Um, I'm sure some people have that listened to it, but like, it's like this man-made shoot. We'd get like a surfboard and tie a, uh, um, a wakeboard leash to this fence that goes around the chute. And, um, we just like kind of wake surf that with a surfboard. It was fun. And, but like, you know, I'd find myself, yeah, dude, it was awesome. We do crazy stuff, but I'd find myself, you know, being like, Hey man, get this sweet picture of me or like redoing things over and over to get the perfect picture to post on Instagram to look cool, Yeah, you know? And like, it kind of was in college when I realized like, dang, I'm spending a lot of time worrying about how I look in the picture. So then I kind of focused my Instagram more towards sharing my art and my yeah. photography and just being like, you know what, like if I don't get likes, I don't really care. And that, that, that was a lot more relaxing, but like, I mean, back to the whole, like kind of filling a persona. Yeah. I mean, I always like, and like people made fun of me in high school, but I mean, you know me, we've been hanging out for a while. I always kind of wear backwards hats and like, you know, try to fill this whole skater surfer vibe. <laughs> and that's kind of like, you know, and I do that, you know, I do, I am guilty of that trying to buy those clothes and, you know, fit that image. But I've done that since like eighth grade. Yeah. So I don't know. It's kind of like a habit at this point, I guess. It's I kind think of, I it's more it's who you I am now. Yeah. Yeah. It's who you are. But dude, I was the same way when it came to Instagram. I was like, dude, I need to post, you know, pictures that make me look pretty sweet, you know, yeah. pictures that make me feel like I am someone important and right. I, I I tried putting my work out but I tried putting out my work so I could become famous off of it right yeah hashtag everything on it and I was so prevalent on thinking that oh if I didn't get this amount of likes that mm-hmm. post is horrible you know and I stopped appreciating the art itself and you For know sure. I was just like obsessed with people's feedback and there's a lot of things that we don't have control on yeah yeah that affect that you know no for sure and that dude that goes down into like your core brain man i mean that that just starts wiring your brain to like get addicted to those likes and like i'm guilty of it you know i could keep saying that but i don't want people to think i'm up here like all high and mighty like i'm better than that i am 100 percent guilty like posting a photo being like oh how many likes do i have refreshing like every 10 minutes yeah oh baby i'm up to like 150 let's go you know like (laughs) that was back in the day i'm way above that no i'm just kidding i don't even (laughs) i don't even know how many likes i get anymore but like and and you kind of like the whole ghost vibrations thing have you heard of that like no i haven't your phone like won't vibrate or like like i'll get it on my watch so like i'll I'll wear an apple watch whatever and then if it's dead sometimes i'll wear just like my normal watch yeah or if i have a nice event or something i'll wear like a, a fancier watch and I'll get like these ghost vibrations on my wrist because my brain is just so accustomed to getting those alerts all the time on my phone dude, and my I've watch. I've never heard of that. Yeah, dude, it's like a real thing. And like, um, it happens on your phone too. Like, you'll just be sitting there, you'll be like, oh, my phone vibrated. You check it, nothing happened. But you're, you're just like wanting that notification, you know, whatever oh, it is. Dude, that's insane, man. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty crazy. It definitely happens to me a lot, especially with my watch. Really? Yeah, it's funny. Dude, I have an Apple Watch, but I never really got the hang of it. And I mean, it's convenient at times, but yeah. Oh, man. The only thing I use it for <laughs> is uh, the Toy Story face watch. Oh, nice. Yeah. Hell yeah, bro. I yeah, you got, the, you got the nice little, the nice Toy Story one. Like, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah I yeah, just dude. got a Woody saying hi every five seconds. Yeah, bro. I, I lifeguard out at the wreck. And um, um, so, like, I'll be on stand and you know, we're not supposed to use our phones or anything on stand and I'll have my app watch on if I'm close to the guard office 
it's kind of picking that up. Yeah. And sometimes I watch my wrist will just vibrate and I'll be like, ah, I can't look, I can't look. It's super difficult to not look at my watch while I'm on stand because I could like potentially get fired for it. Yeah. But it, you know, it's like this, whole, and then I'm just anticipating the whole time, like, oh, I wonder what's been said, what what's going on, I wonder who's texting me, blah blah. And that's just kind of that the whole thing, you know? Yeah, dude, it's 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 cool that you work at the rec specifically lifeguard. Um, what is it called? I've always wanted to be good at swimming. And I used to think I was because I had like private lessons for like eight years, okay, right? Okay, cool, yeah. But I never decided to do swimming because I just, I never think I fully comprehended it and I felt like I was going just because I had to so I could learn how to swim and not drown, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, then I found out, oh, you know, you can be like pretty healthy off of it and it can, you know, oh, yeah. help you achieve a lot of fitness goals. Definitely. And <laughs> dude, I remember I uh, was starting to swim with some of my friends and they swam in high school you know, varsity and stuff. And they were pretty good at it. And they had all the conditioning down. Right. The stroke technique. And yeah. Everything. everything. Yeah. So, um, I think one of the hardest things for me is building up that cardio yep. and I would, you know, try swimming like hundreds and mm -hmm. I would like not necessarily look like I was drowning, but people thought I was drowning in the, <laughs> the lifeguard dude. At, is, is that the wreck? Yeah. This oh, is okay. the wreck. Nice. The, nice. The lifeguard went up to me and said, Hey, can you, um, swim in the, the stand up one instead nice, of dude. this one. Oh, and I was like, stinks, man. bro, I was like, oh man, like I really suck at swimming for someone dude, whose I'm job sorry, is bro. to I've save I've had to me. tell people that before. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's super, I, I mean, we feel bad too. So we, it's, we're not like going back in the office being like, ah, that guy sucks swimming. Like, damn dude, <laughs> we should have to tell that guy to go swim in the lap pool. I feel like shit, you know, like yeah. it sucks, but no, I've, you know, you just got to build that endurance up. Yeah. That's the key. And once you get it, your stroke will get better and you won't look like you're drowning. Nah, yeah. you probably look good. No, I'd... Dude, I haven't swam in like two years, so nice. I, now yeah. I'm horrible for sure. But dude, it was so funny. And baby like, steps. Yeah, baby steps for sure. Yeah. But I remember my friends, they like swam and we were like, hey, what did they tell you? And I was like, she told me to go to the other <laughs> pool, man. Uh, you were pretty embarrassed, weren't dude, you? Dude, I was super embarrassed, nah, man. man. I would be embarrassed too. I, I've been in situations kind of like that and kind of sucks you know yeah but let's let's end the the podcast on a super fun topic okay heck dude, yeah if you could be the best at being a musician mm -hmm. the best at being an athlete okay or the best at like being an act or let me just reword this that was horribly said i'm sorry no no no, no. Yeah, i was telling you. um an amazing artist okay like a top of the line athlete in whatever sport you decide okay or a well-known like actress slash actor well actor um which would you choose and you know go into a little bit more like okay would you yeah. go like basketball would you be for sure like, you know etc that's cool that's yeah i like that question um for the artist can it be any art form any art form okay um i'd probably go artist honestly man like and i guess it kind of i mean i'll bring it back to why i want to do art but i'll just talk about why i don't want to do the other ones so yeah, like everyone, perfect. like ever since I was a kid, I always wanted to be a pro athlete. I mean, I think that's really, uh, yeah. I mean, and I, maybe that's not everybody's dream, but a lot of kids that are doing sports like, gosh, I just want to go pro. I want to go pro. And then it yeah. turned into like, I want to be an Olympic swimmer and that kind of thing. And it's a lot of work yeah. and those guys are working their asses off. And I'm not saying I wouldn't want to do that, but like, there's a lot of pressure yeah. and I tend to kind of crack under pressure sometimes, um, especially in athletic endeavors but i guess if i was a pro i would probably wouldn't do that but i think they live their lives in a lot of stress oh yeah for because sure. because what they do is intense you know whether it be basketball baseball football swimming water polo hockey you name it 
Yeah. Um, also, there's a lot of publicity for athletes. So if they screw up, you know, it's well it's, known. It's yeah, it's well known. Um, but I don't think I'd want to do it, be an athlete just because you kind of turn one of your passions into a hot, uh, uh, a job too, you know, yeah. they have to get burned out. They definitely do. A lot of them do for sure. And, um, and then actor, I, you know, I feel like being an actor would be pretty cool. You get to play these other roles. You kind of get to take the, the, uh, persona of someone else. Yeah. But again, that comes with the publicity. I would hate to be under a microscope like that. Oh yeah. And like those guys and girls, they're just, just always, whatever they do, it's in a magazine or on a news article. And, that just has to suck. Like oh, it just yeah. has to be super stressful. You can't go out in public without getting asked for an autograph or something. So I'd probably want to be a like amazing at art. You know which art? Artist. Yeah, I'd probably honestly, man, I'd want to do. Oh, man, it's honestly like I'd probably be like a professional musician. Really? Yeah, yeah. Ever since I was a kid, I always wanted to be a pro athlete. But that was kind of just when I was playing football and stuff. Um, but I, ever since I was little, man, I always wanted to be a rock star just up there. And that, I guess they're in the limelight too. So all those are, but, um, up there on stage, just playing a guitar shredding yeah. and that kind of goes back to the whole therapeutic thing. So I play a little guitar. I'm not, I'm not good. Um, I'm trying to get better. I'm, yeah. I'm, I want to start taking lessons, but, um, I do know like how to play basic chords and everything. And you get kind of lost in the music. Yeah. And if you watch interviews with these musicians, they talk about how they'll go on stage, play a three hour set, end it and be like, what the hell happened? Like, where really? am I? Yeah, dude, they just Holy go into crap. this this state of flow. They're in the flow and they're yeah. just kind of, you know, they're in that zone and they're they're playing to thousands of people and everyone's soaking it in and enjoying it. And then they get to go and record this music and make this music and, you know, just kind of be creative and just make something out of six strings you know yeah and that's super cool i i think music's always one thing that's like insane for me to fully comprehend because you know these artists they make one song yeah everyone's already like freaking out about it and they haven't even heard it yeah you know? dude like yeah like the like a pop culture or the people that are famous right now and they, they hear oh you know jonas brothers is releasing a song yeah and, and it's like and it, i i like that song man yeah, it's i enjoyed good. it and the music video is awesome i haven't seen the music video yet but okay you gotta I watch it it's, it's pretty it's crazy. really cool and it's very nostalgic yeah but, it kind of reminded me of portugal the man that, ooh, suck, that okay. sucker song yeah yeah and I, i'm a big jonas brothers fan not really gonna lie. yeah no shame man they were my jam back in elementary school dude they were good man yeah. i always always wanted to be joe jonas i think oh he was, yeah dude he was a stud yeah but everyone slept on my boy nick and now oh, nick dude. is the most look at him wanted. best looking one yeah by dude. far no doubt and he's killing it so or no he's no joe is married to sophie turner or yes. dating sophie turner are they married or are they dating? i think they're married now dang that's cool she seems like a cool girl. Yeah. Are you a Game of Thrones fan? Oh, dude, huge. Did you see the trailer today? I did, man. Oh, my gosh. It gave me chills. It gave me absolutely... I was just like, yes. It, dude, they're all going to die. I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm like preparing myself emotionally now for it because it's going to be tough when all of my favorite people die. Oh, dude, for sure. But I mean, you got trained for it with the first few seasons. That's true. That's true. But I feel like the last few have been kind of tame on the deaths. Oh, dude, you know why? I think Game of Thrones has become so fan-oriented. Yeah. And yeah. because they don't have the content. They don't have the books, yeah, because yeah. he hasn't written the books yet. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be a crazy season. I mean, they got to kill off at least 70% of them. Yeah. There's no way they can live through that war. I don't know. I, I, Brand's going to come out and do something, though. I'm yeah. calling it right. Do I you mean, think Brand's a Night King? I don't know, dude. I've heard those rumors. I've seen some videos on that, and that's interesting. Like, the whole... I don't know. 
I could see it happening, maybe some crazy twist. But I really, I think that like Bran is going to come out at the end. They're like soldiers are depleted. They're about to, you know, um, they're about to just all die. And yeah. the winter is going to go on forever. And then oh, Bran comes man. up and he does his little eye thing and he takes over the Night King and like beats him in some mental battle. And then he dies and all the White Walkers die. Dude, if it happens, yeah. you called it first on the pod, man. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. You know, at the end of, what, May, I guess, there's six episodes, one a week. Yeah. At the end of May, we'll see if, if that's what happens. I, I hope it ends way more, like, like intense than that. Yeah. Like, Jon I mean, Snow just going up with, like, a, a freaking dragon, a dragon glass sword and just, like, right through the, oh, the Night, Walk, Night King's chest, bro. That would be epic. Dude, but. the last fight them two Jon Snow goes in oh. Dragon's Glass and then you know he turns to Khaleesi yeah. and you see him getting stabbed oh and then show ends what would you do dude I he's already died once true but like I'd be pretty upset man and I I'd be upset no doubt I just hope Tyrion doesn't die oh I, I love, love Tyrion. Tyrion and um uh I, I'm trying to think who else I'd be really sad about Jon Snow, obviously. Yeah. Daenerys, Tyrion. I don't think they'd kill off Daenerys. I don't think so either. Man, the thing but. is, I vote. I like love Jon Snow and Tyrion because yeah. Jon Snow, for one, that dude is such a good looking dude. And oh, yeah, he's, yeah, for sure. He's Stunned. around my height. So he makes me feel good about nice. myself. Nice, dude. You still got to grow the hair out, grow the beard. <laughs> I can see it. <laughs> Jon Snow <laughs> in the making. Yeah. And then Tyrion, I just love his character and dude, the role he plays. He's so witty and smart. And like, you know, they're kind of similar too. And they talk about that in the show and the books. Yeah. Like, um, that's why they, they kind of have a connection because, you know, Jon Snow is a bastard and like Tyrion was the dwarf that killed the mom. And they're both kind of outcasts in their families. Yeah. And so that's why I kind of like both. They're kind of the underdogs, you know? Dude, and they've it, come up and just stepped up and just ruled the world. Exactly. My girlfriend is actually starting to re like watch it for the first time. Okay. She's Hell on episode yeah. one. And dude, I saw the scene between Tyrion and Jon. Yeah. And it, it literally is such a different dynamic that you know, like the context of after you watch the show, obviously. And it really puts into perspective everything. It's like, wow, like there's a lot of these little small things oh, yeah. that they hinted at that oh, yeah. you would completely not know about yeah. until you watched, you know, a couple years later, which all, is insane. All the seasons, yeah. And George R. R. Martin's an absolute genius. And I actually started trying to read those books lately and they're pretty good. Um, my mom, my mom's an English teacher and she was like, they are so hard to get through just because yeah. they're super, like the imagery is super intense and he takes 40 pages to describe a tree is yeah. what she said, you know, <laughs> but like, I actually kind of enjoyed it. So I definitely recommend trying to read them. Dude, I have had the books. Okay. And have I you, still have not been able to get through. They're hard reads. They I think. are. Yeah, they are. They're kind of drawn to, out. You need said, to like yeah. season up your reading, your reading skills. Okay. Yeah. You know, tackle some other books before kind of condition your reading skills to tackle the game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> just like me. Trying to learn swimming. how to swim. Yeah. yeah, just doing it. Baby steps, man. One step at a time, and then you can tackle <laughs> Game of Thrones. Yeah, but Jackson, thank you so much for yeah, coming it was on, awesome. man. It was really a good time. I hope to have you back on the pod soon. Definitely. But other than that, thank you all so much for listening. Catch you next week. Have a good one.